Squeezer, what up? Hey, handsome. Long time no see. Yeah, we just spent uh, all day together. Yes. Working. Uh, and now we're we're doing a, a fun podcast. Yay! Uh, last... I, I, had to, I had to go down to my basement to have a fun conversation with you. <laughs> well, I, no, I would say tonight was pretty fun. We were having fun yeah, all day. Yeah, it was night. a good time. Yeah. Uh, How'd you enjoy my neck of the woods? You, you know what? I, I better not let it change. I know she's going to hear this. Um, like, Uh-oh. I was driving out there, and I'm thinking, like, you know, it wouldn't be bad to look for a place out, you know, a little past Mukunji mm-hmm. eventually. Because, yeah. you know, it's closer to her work. It's, and it's a nice drive. It's like that whole stretch of 100 is beautiful. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. Like I said, the only time I ever ran into traffic on that road is at like one in the morning leaving a baseball game. And it was backed up both ways because there was a cow standing in the middle of the road and people were stopping to take selfies with the cow in the middle of the road. Well, you got to take a selfie. I think you have to. I wouldn't. I was playing it cool. Like, I, well, you know, I just worked like 10 hours. I'm like, I just want to go home. Fuck the cow. I see you every day. You're on the side of the road. The only difference is somehow you made it through the fence. Great. Get in my sandwich. <laughs> Oh, getting squeezers sandwich. Uh, so last week was a lot of fun. We Absolutely. Uh, we had our, our friend Josh on from Oh, I Had That, and we're getting great feedback from that uh, on both sides. Ooh, like, like great feedback, like positive and negative, or on both sides of like each show? On each show. We, we have not gotten any negative feedback, which I just... That's... that's that you means... hate me... Or I doubt you, no one could hate Squeezer. Um, no, I'm adorable. But yeah, uh, so here's a few. 90s Got Nick said, two of my favorite podcasts combined. Thumbs up. Um, oh, hold on. There's just, there was a lot. I just got to find them. Uh, I'm bad at this. I should have had this pre, pre-pulled Squeezer. Nah, it's all good. I didn't know we were going to go this way. It's uh, the beauty so of the show. Nostalgic Addict typed as though i needed another nostalgia podcast to listen to well better start binging oh i had that too only have so much time used guys i uh, love the phillies used <laughs> uh and uh, oh i had that comment you'll be okay ours doesn't have as many episodes but they're they're keep they're going with their youtube they're putting tons of youtube content out mm-hmm. so they're really they're yeah really... i hear that's popular nowadays yeah you, know, well, you know we'll get there we got we got yeah. there we'll we'll continue to get there uh, so this week we're we're talking. We had a really popular episode based on analytics. So we're doing the the money ball here, and we're gonna go back to the well that you guys seem to like. Uh, this is fast food too. Our second fast food episode uh, to enjoy, and uh, it there was a lot digging in. There was so much. I thought it was gonna be tough to pull another five uh, each, and then we did uh, easily. See, like, I, I thought it was going to be harder because of – I try to go deep, you know, and weird or just stuff that m- maybe I don't think of. Yeah. 
But there is, there's so much out there. And I was also trying to go for stuff that, like, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, there's some stuff that was popular then. It's still around. Like, you know, like, stuffed crust pizza was, like, there was a big thing. I have a story about stuffed crust pizza. And, like, but, like, it's it's still around. And I know. don't get me wrong. It's delicious. I, I love it. Because it's bread stuffed with cheese. So, two of my three favorite things. Can I tell my stuffed crust pizza story? Oh yeah, I thought I thought it was like a, a thing you were gonna save it, and I was gonna blow it up like Liv Tyler. No, no, let's let's get it out there. I didn't even think to blow it. So, when Pizza Hut first released their stuffed crust pizza, remember two of the spokespeople they used to sell it? Oh, oh, uh, David Robinson jo- and Dennis Rodman. Oh, why was I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of the uh, triple decker. No, yeah, this was the stuffed crust, the original pizza. We'll get hut. we'll get into this as well. Yeah, so the original pizza hut stuffed crust pizza was advertised with David Robinson, who was the admiral, you know, the laced, the straight laced, uh, do it by the numbers, navy uh, basketball player mm-hmm. for the Spurs, and his teammate Dennis Rodman, who's the bad boy. Eat your pizza from behind, get the cheese first. Um, well, I was a huge Dennis Rodman fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I need this pizza. Uh, Just like every soulless dictator out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I, I don't necessarily agree with his later choices, but come on. You need att- you're used to attention your whole Dude, life. And then you don't if have it. I gave you a country, you would run it the exact same way. You'd have the only difference is you'd have better haircuts. Yeah. I don't know. I, I You say that, but I don't know. I, I just I would feel you know how I feel bad. You know what? You know what? How do you know he doesn't too? But he's like, you know what? Spar doing business. I guess. Uh, and you know who? Who knows? Maybe he's the Kim Jong who tries to turn things around. I, 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 think, I, I think he's like Lex Luthor pre gone bald. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But anyway, so this pizza was out, and it was really, really popular. And I remember it was like a Friday night and it was kind of, it was, it was in March and it was kind of warm out and I was outside. It was just, but it was raining and I was just shooting hoops in my driveway, like forever, like nonstop just shooting. Hoops. Was it, was it with one of those awesome street balls that you paid two ninety nine for from one of your variety of fast food chains? Uh, it was a full size ball, but it was probably some sort of street ball. Cause those are really popular. They'd just be a different oh. color. And there was like some neon graffiti writing on it, mm-hmm. like street ball that made it legit. That means you could play it on the streets. It's, it's made for the street. It's okay for the macadam. We believe that <laughs> in the day. <laughs> so I'm outside shooting hoops, shooting hoops. My mom finally orders a stuffed crust pizza. Uh, little did I know I had migraines really bad as a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may or may not have been triggered by food. They probably weren't. They're probably just migraines that, so uh, when I hit 13, 12, 13, they, my puberty triggered them into seizures. So I'm sitting here eating the stuffed crust pizza for the first time ever. And I remember, I remember it vividly. My back's against the wall uh, and I'm underneath like the phone and uh, someone's on the phone above me and I'm eating this pizza and it's, it's good. But the sauce is a little different, but it's good. And all of a sudden I start feeling like really dizzy and I'm like, guys, I feel dizzy. Mom, dad, I feel dizzy. Like Ryan, sh- you know, shut up, eat your pizza. I'm like, no, no, this is bad. <laughs> I know your family; they're not going to tell you to shut up because you're dizzy. Yeah. Okay, so, maybe. Yeah. Well. So I, I dropped down and I had my first seizure. Ah. Uh, 
Wait, so stuffed crust pizza triggered your seizures? No, 100% did not. Probably my head getting stuck in the door at Clover when I was five. Uh, but my oh soft target go for something that doesn't exist anymore yeah right my mom my mom totally blamed stuffed crust pizza and i it was like banned i didn't have it again until like four years ago when i had like a, a DiGiorno uh, oven baked stuff just because your your brain looks like a sand timer now <laughs> uh no it was uh but that that seizure got me a game gear my mom bought me a no, you know what? It didn't. It didn't. She promised me that. And then as soon as I was like, fine, she's like, no more Game Gear. I had to buy it myself. Oh, that's it. You have a seizure. So let's get you some kind of electronic that has a tiny screen <laughs> yeah, I know, right. with fast motion and lots of colors. I'm playing it right in front of your eyes. <laughs> they didn't They didn't understand technology back then. Uh, Maybe it, I think it took Pokemon to figure people to figure out right. like, oh, that can happen. So, yeah, that's a true story. Um, sorry to start on a downer, but... I, you kidding me? It's an upper. <laughs> it's an upper. Um, uh, oh, what was I? Oh, uh, out of your whole story, know what really stuck with me? What's that? Someone was on the phone above your head. I know, like the the cable was. I was tiny. Yeah, I, I but no, but then. like the just that image, like we had that too. Like we had the we had the phone bench because you know it was early ninety. When did we like we remodel our house and we did an addition in ninety one. So. We decided, you know what? All this really just beautiful Holy shit. shades of mauve. Holy and shit! Brown stop! 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 Go. Stop! 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 Stephen Hawking just died. Oh shit! Man, a brilliant mind. He's probably someone whose teachings I follow more than I follow his. Like some people follow Jesus's, the many verse. Uh, he died at seventy six. He had a good life. Holy shit! I mean, he had a good run for someone with so many. Right. Wow. Paralyzing disease, but yeah. he unraveled mysteries of the universe. So rip Stephen Hawking. It's 12.04, Wednesday, March 14th. I'm going to go find uh, somewhere in one of these boxes I got universe in a nutshell. I will dig it up and look at it because it's a book and what am I going to do? Read yeah, it? Yeah, time to read Sorry to stop you there in your story, but no, no, I thought wow. that was that relevant did, wait, to us. That just pop up. Yeah, it just popped up. I see eight minutes ago, seventeen. Oh, wow, what a bummer! Bummer. I mean, it is, but you know, if if Hawking were to be believed, only he died only on this universe. He still might exist in many other parallel universes. Or maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe the, uh, there's probably a form of him that never suffered that disease and is living very well or for all you know maybe he was completely wrong and somewhere now he's a happy little squirrel just going a reincarnation <laughs> yeah we get that, that would be like the complete irony like he gets re completely reincarnated with his brain in a chipmunk hmm. and he's just walking around the woods motherfucker well, it's, it's, pro it's, it's more proper he's british motherfucker Radio. Uh, they would drop the C bomb then. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, they just they do that like they, well, with their cigarettes and their awful usage of the word for that. Um, but no, yeah, yeah, we had a we had a telephone bench, like that. That brought back that image of we had the uh, you know the phone mounted on the wall, 
and then you know it has the cord but then you go out and you buy the extended six foot cord oh yeah the thing could go but through that, the whole that, house that quickly gets stretched out and yeah. now you have this 20 foot long <laughs> like vinyl yeah. semi-coiled mess just yeah. that dangles there it's like you sliced open the phones uh abdomen and it's shitty intestines spilled out all over your yes it's like it's like nedgery hanging on your wall right and that and see that so that's hanging there and it's like always hitting your head as you're trying to eat and then someone goes to answer it and pulls it out and it kind of chokes you every time i just see it like it's like you're like like cicero or uh no it was cato just sitting there like holding his intestines just standing there staring roman history is fun kids sure is Very, very very pleasant so let's get into it. Uh, your first pick, Squeeze. Um, oh, boy. We both have a McDonald's for our first pick, so I'm going to let you go first. And here is your first pick. It's McDonald's Happy Birthday Happy Meal. Let's decorate. We got streamers. Good work. Bring your kids to McDonald's for a Happy Birthday Hamburger Happy Meal and let them celebrate with their favorite characters. Yes, yes. Sorry. There's Tonka, E.T., Cabbage Patch Kids. Collect all 15 and make a birthday train. Ready to party, guys? Ready, go! Bad Bunny, you party animals. All right, so I admit this might not be the best poll. Okay. Um, Because it's like the birthday pitch poll. Uh, yeah. For like to have your birthday at McDonald's. Did you ever go to a McDonald's birthday party? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I I don't think I did either. Um, but when you when you're seeing the commercial and you're watching it, it's you see everything that's going on inside the commercial, like inside the restaurant. Right. And for me, that's what McDonald's is all about. Like when when we talk about like the when we talk about McDonald's. Like I put myself in one of two places, either the original standalone McDonald's in our area, right on MacArthur Road, Route 145, the real busy road, right at the bottom of the hill, at the busiest, second busiest traffic light, right there, and even like the outside play area is right there. Like, literally, the only thing separating uh, the ball pit and the grimmest cage of death is a uh, wrought iron fence, some cinder block, and nine inches between that and the busiest road in, I would say, seven counties. And well, also, the stretch right before that is a right boy where Planet Trog is, is infamous for drag racing. Oh, absolutely. And wrecking because of drag racing. Yes, absolutely. Um... So I, 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 honestly, it did get me thinking. It's like because they used to have those classic. Remember those those tables? Like they were made of they were concrete stone tables, or with like concrete like stone inlaid in them. So it's like, yeah. oh, I'm eating it like a medieval table outdoors. Um, so sure, you got your your uh, uh, quarter pounder or Big Mac special sauce, but the amount of brake dust. That we were either just licking off of the balls in the ball pit, or every bite out of your food, you're just eating breaks. Right. It's the busiest. It, it's like just go to L.A. and just lick the highway. That's pretty much what we were doing as kids <laughs> at that place. Um, but inside, 
inside you were given this beautiful, beautiful shades of yellow and mauve and brown. Now, I mean, this was a trend throughout the times, but uh, to me, in in particular, not not this McDonald's because it, it had it too. The plastic benches all throughout. Um, the little like the cubbies that you can kind of tuck yourself into. It's like, oh, we can fit a table like this, and it would make the most awkward shape of a bench and table to kind of fit as many people in as they could. Right. But there's something about the one in the mall, the big mall by us. And you would go through, and there there were some skylights. And again, everything out there was brown as well. They man, they love that brown. When you walked past that McDonald's, do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. It eventually became a. Uh, uh, it's a Forever Twenty One. Is it now? Yeah, that's what it is now. Uh, before that, it was a. Uh, what's the chicken place? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Yeah, of, half go. of it was Chick Fil A. Um, when you walk past, no, that, you know what? That's not true. Chick Fil A was up there with McDonald's. No, Chick Fil A replaced McDonald's. Did it? Because the McDonald's was huge. Yeah, no, they replaced the entire thing. Mm. Chick Fil A was big for a while, and then they bumped Chick Fil A out, and then they got a tiny little place down the food. Not necessarily a food court. Not like a food aisle. No. Um, but as you walk by this McDonald's in the mall, there's this glorious yellow glow. Yeah, oh, that McDonald's <clears throat> was uh, was notoriously. Uh, there's, I have so many memories of that McDonald's in particular. It was the yellowest of yellow plastics. Um, you know what? You you are wrong. There, McDonald's and Chick Fil A existed side by side. No. Yes, I know. I I spent a lot of hours working in that mall. Well, maybe split it. that McDonald's is huge. Yeah, the McDonald's was the whole size of Forever Twenty One. Mm-hmm. But the the Chick Fil A was next to it. The Chick Fil A was basically the size as as it is now. All right, so the Chick Fil A never replaced the McDonald's. Uh, no, it was just next to it. Okay, that's fine. That doesn't deter from my story. No, it's just all right. Yeah. Sorry, I all right. So that's it. If if you see how big a Forever Twenty One is now, that's how big this McDonald's was in the mall, and it was. More yellow than looking into the sun. And brown. Uh, what's that? It, it, so, yeah, it was yellow. The yellow. The walls were yellow, right? Yeah, the walls were yellow. The furniture was yellow. The only thing that added any color to that were the fry guy seats. Yeah. Um, And there were also some burger seats. I don't think this one had it. No. But there were some McDonald's that had, uh, like, stools yep. that were hamburgers. Not this one in particular. But some of the ones I remember going to, um, they made it more friendly. Now, see, that's, and this is my biggest problem with, with the new ones. They tried to like, all right, so we're going to update our stores. But just because you update it doesn't mean you have to go so modern that you suck the soul out of everything. Yeah. Like, I I kind of like some modern stuff, but I'm more like modern industrial. Like, I like, like, the you know, like. Give me some brick and shit like that, like utilitarian style. You go in some of those new McDonald's and they're just soulless, cold. Everything has hard lines. Like, give me a nice yellow bench with a, a, a brown vinyl padding on it for my lower lumbar region because, you know, when I'm when I'm cramming down, 
uh, seven cheeseburgers, four chicken McNuggets, and a couple fries, and a milkshake. I'm worried about my spinal alignment. <laughs> um, also, do you remember? Do you remember the high chairs that they used to have? Yeah, they were like brown plastic. The brown plastic high chairs, but the leg base, they looked like, remember the little spider baby doll head from Toy Story that Sid made? Yeah. With the massive, like, leg span? That's what those were like. Because they were so afraid of kids tipping over. So the wheelbase on these things was like a Sherman tank with, like, a Volkswagen bug on top. <coughs> yes. And... And it had just little tiny caster wheels. And, of course, it had the classic Ronald imprint on it and stuff. But I, I just remember they would have, like, an arsenal of those uh, originally. And then eventually uh, every restaurant – I don't know who invented the – came up with the idea of the wooden, uh, uh, like, kids' stool tray thing that you can flip and put, like, a, a, a car seat in it. They kind of took over everything, so those all kind of went the way. Right. But but those were those were awesome. Like they were, I I want one now, just to have, and I wouldn't like make a table out of it. I would make like retro McDonald's furniture out of, uh, out of high chairs, or I would stick my kid in it and watch her freak out because she wants to run around. Like yeah, this is what they put Daddy in when Mommy wanted to just sit and relax and take a breath for five minutes. Oh, man. Good old days, right? There was something else, but I'm going to get to that later. That was there back in the day. That you're probably not even thinking of right now. W- what's that? I'm, I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm no wait. It's my fi- you got to wait to the end. Of, you you got to hang out at the end of the show to see if you remember what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. I don't want to bury your lead, but uh, is it my turn? For, for a McDonald's thing? Cause yes. We, yes here, we, here we go. East meets West with a fun new way to enjoy McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. It's Chicken McNuggets Shanghai. Now you get plump, tender chunks of chicken with three totally new oriental sauces. Cantonese sweet and sour, teriyaki, hot mustard, plus chopsticks, and a McFortune cookie. Taste the Orient at McDonald's. Pick up Chicken McNugget Shanghai. Or try to. But chop chop. The offer ends soon. So, uh, do you remember this at all? I do not. See, and I will, we can, I guess, yeah, this is the perfect time to talk about it. I never, um, what? I I would, if I got my chicken nuggets, I got my chicken nuggets and sweet and sour. Well, that was it. The sweet and sour sauce came mainly from this promotion. Really? Yeah. No shit. Uh, I well, of course I got chicken nuggets, but I'm I, a burger. I'm a burger boy. Not me. I'm a. Not, I like. Hate, I'm not, I didn't even like the fancy burgers. I still like the classic. Like if I can get like the two burgers and fries kind of combo. Okay. Yeah. That was like that's like probably the most popular combo they have there. The mm-hmm. two two cheeseburger and fries. You actually have to ask for it. They kind of took it off. Oh like, really? It's still there, but. Hmm. That's surprising. Uh, so I, I don't ever think any I ever got this or any uh, my parents or anyone ever got this or interested in it. I remember these commercials, though, and I was just obsessed. I wanted to eat chop, chicken McNuggets with chopsticks, and my mom would be like, you don't know how to use chopsticks. Uh, 
So I brought this up because Szechuan sauce came back. You gave me a packet today. I had a packet earlier in the week. I tried it with nuggets. It's good. It's not mind-blowing, but... It's not... Um, next time I, I got it because I'm like, you know what? I got to do some research for a show, and I haven't had this stuff in... You know what? I honestly don't even... I couldn't even tell you if I had it when Mulan came out. No, I remember when Mulan came out... Um, <laughs> I, I still wasn't as adventurous as I am now, and I, I wouldn't call my eating adventurous, but like I didn't think like, like I was trying like, different things at McDonald's. You mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, like I didn't think uh, like a teriyaki, like a Szechuan sauce, sounded good to me. So I was, and I still like their barbecue. I, I think McDonald's is the best barbecue sauce in the world. Uh, Tell that to Stubbs. I just, it's so, for something about it, it's just maybe because it's tied to like my, most of the things you really like and you, you're like really like, uh, I'm not changing It's an imprint. My, it's an imprint that's, that started at youth and, and that's how. I watched the Jane Goodall documentary the other night, so I'm using big person words now. I, I think not only was I impressed, but everyone listening is probably impressed. So, uh, I like of course barbecue sauce was my favorite, but this shang this Szechuan uh, sauce, I, I was like, oh, I want to try it. You know, I'm a fan of Rick and Morty. Uh, I'm gonna give this a try, and I got one. I got one for um, Enchantress, and I, of course you gave me another one today. I, so I have more, uh, and I don't think they're getting rid of it anytime soon. Um, I don't think they're getting rid of it anytime soon, but I think eventually it's gonna wear off. Oh, I think it's popular because of Rick and Morty. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and because they're not I'm, advertising, look, they have it though, which is crazy. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: I had it. I'm good. And you even looked at me and you go, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I went. It was all right." Yeah. I yeah. might try it again, but I'd probably go back to barbecue. Here, here's and I will go back at sweet and sour. Here's what I thought it tasted like. Um, it, it tasted like a um. Uh, oh shit! What are they called now? Like, so it, it it has like that uh, soy sauce kind of base to it. Teriyaki, like yeah, yeah. It's teriyaki, but it, it tastes like sesame um, oil. You know, it tastes like a pot sticker, like as a whole though. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like like dipping a chicken nugget into a pot sticker, which is convenient if you're hungry for both. But you know, sometimes I just want a pot sticker on its own. Well. The thing with Shang Chicken McNuggets Shanghai was, besides from being a little racist with their commercials, <clears throat> just a little. Like, did they even look up what Shanghai means? Or what well, the Szechuan? <laughs> Szechuan means spicy. It's spices like peppers. Szechuan's not that spicy. Uh, nor the Szechuan cuisine is though, but the spices and well, spicy. Uh, I'm sorry, the sauces and spicy whatsoever. It's like a teriyaki sort of. But uh, so this Shanghai came with three sauces. And Shanghai, you think of China, right? Yeah. Teriyaki is a uh, Japanese uh, word and cuisine and flavor. Whatever. Nonetheless, uh, with McNugget Shanghai, you get three dipping. You get the Cantonese sweet and sour, which is the sweet and sour you love. You get the um, hot mustard, which they had and uh, was actually pretty good. I like the hot. Have you ever had the hot mustard? I don't know. If, is it still around? No, it, it left like a few years ago. Mm, no, then. Yeah, I was a remember. Yes, yeah, the running theme of the show. Yeah, that's a pussy. <coughs> uh, 
And uh, so the hot mustard was, and then they had a teriyaki sauce. And but the thing you got with it was the chopsticks, McDonald's branded, of course, and uh, of course the Mick Fortune cookie. So you'd get a McDonald's branded fortune cookie. With uh, in this ornate, like uh, of course they use the word Oriental, which isn't, I think, a good word to it's, use, right? No, well, it's inaccurate, and some would find it offensive. Yes. Um, so uh, it's aged a bit, but. Uh, mm-hmm. <coughs> I think um, I just like the idea of going into McDonald's being shanghai like you're standing there ordering your food one minute. And next thing you know, you wake up and you're on a ship somewhere in the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, uh, explain to the people what Shanghai is. Uh, it was uh, an act usually. um they used it back in, you know, old timey days, you know, like when people like the, you know, <coughs> smartest people were founding our nation and stuff like that. Um, and like the 1800s where they would kidnap you and throw you on a ship. Right. But in, in the in real world, Shanghai is a uh, municipality in uh, the great, uh, or the largest uh, popular, most populous uh, continent or country in the world. Sure, but if you're also some guy just hanging out at a bar in Seattle in like 1810 and all of a sudden the floor drops out from underneath you and like a week later you wake up and you're somewhere, you know, south of the equator. That's called Shanghai? That's Shanghai? Being called – it's called Shanghai. Shanghai, yeah, being Shanghai. So when I I looked up Shanghai – I learned that from the Travel Channel. Oh, uh, the craziest thing, about, mind you, I minored in history. Okay. Well, the craziest thing about Shanghai that I looked up and I'm putting this out there for people is, is religion. We look at, uh, we look at China as kind of, a, a, a authoritative, authoritarian, authoritarian an authoritative, like dictatorship almost. Right. An anthropomorphized <laughs> authoritarian state. It's so, run by panda bears. Right, it is. Uh, Evil well, Pooh panda bear. bears. Apparently, their, like their president hates that people compare him to Pooh Bear. It's a thing. Wait, really? Yeah, it's a thing. Well, he's not going to be their president much longer. He's going to be their emperor. So, right. So, um, do you know? So they break down religion in Shanghai, and this was something that was on their Wikipedia page. So I don't know if it's true or not. What so there's a big red piece of the pie that equates for eighty six point nine percent of it. Then there's a smaller yellow piece that's ten point four percent of it. Then there's some slivers. What do you think the big red piece is? Of religion in Shanghai, China. Yes, eighty six point nine percent. Is capitalism a religion? <laughs> You're close because it's non-religious. Oh, oh, uh, and and then the ten point four percent is Buddhism, and then there's a few Christianities equating to not even two percent. After that, Jehovah's Witness, <laughs> non-religious. Now there's no Jehovah's. Well, that could be the point one percent of others. Mm. How insane would that be, though, if all of a sudden, like. Two billion people of the world's population all of a sudden became Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, right. Like ring doorbells, like ring sales would go through the roof. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. 
something to. What, what is it? It is. It's non-religious. Oh, non-religious. Yeah, they're secular. Oh, atheists. So, um, that's. Uh, I thought that was crazy. Hmm. But uh, you know, good for them. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> McNuggets Shanghai. The box. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, the boxes are pretty cool. And the whole thing was pretty cool. And I, I stand by the belief that a McDonald's wanted to, not that they need to, and not that I have stock in McDonald's. I do. I'm going to admit that I do. I have a very limited amount of stock that was bought back in uh, October for McDonald's. No, the only stock you have in now is in the book. Um, no, oh, uh, hit and run. No, I did buy, remember I bought five shares of McDonald's back in October? Yes, I do. Yes, and it's doing well. Um someone was just my, my friend was just like buy whatever you can at McDonald's I'm like really he's like yeah it's uh and it, it's going up he was right so I now I'm trying to like that's why we're I'm picking McDonald's things on the show to get people to want to go eat go try Szechuan sauce make my stock go up no but uh I think that if they went back to the it's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's and like just reshot those commercials but like did the effect to make them look like they were like late eighties, early nineties, like four mm-hmm. by three, put a little like, you know, VCR effects on them. What and if they just pulled the originals? See, well, you can't cause of rights. Would it be more cost effective to just get those rights? It'd probably be more cost effective just to reshoot them. Yeah. But then you got to feed all those fat fucks that are going to shoot your commercial. Yeah. But that's a write off. Uh, that's a good point. So, so is feeding all the lawyers, I guess. I mean, go ahead and, and pull it, but I don't know if, if that, you know, that's not always the best way to do it. Yeah. Because, uh, like, some of these, like, Shanghai... McDougat- well, you could just redub the audio like the all those uh, PA lottery commercials that they do. And then it just feels weird. Yeah, well, I, I, my problem is with some of the Shanghai McNugget commercials, they just wouldn't, they wouldn't fly in 2018. Well, you're going to get some attention. <laughs> No, but like imagine if they redid a lot of those, like it brought back the McDonald land. We talked about this with, with Josh. I know I had that brought back the McDonald land characters, uh, brought back like the holiday McNuggets and the holiday commercials. I don't know if they'd be able to, they couldn't put Slimer on a box of Ecto cooler now. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's very gray area, very slippery. Yes. It's for the better, but you know, I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. <clears throat> if they put if they put Slimer on a box of Ecto Cooler now, is that going to make some dumbass like seven year old going like, "Oh, look at that little green monster man! I want to drink that." No, it's going to make a bunch of thirty four year olds go, "Duh! I remember that. I want that now, please." So, yeah, I don't get it. it's. Yeah, I think um, again. It's all about like parents. Like my parents were like, "Oh, you can or can't have this because it's healthy or not healthy," and they let me have Ecto Cooler, but it was in moderation. Like we weren't drinking like too much of it. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we got it in the you know, uh, juicy juice style you know vat that you had to crack open yourself. Right. They can also water the shit down and not make it so goddamn sugary. 
Like, fuck I, it. You're, I watered you're, down my orange juice because of that. Because I grew up on juicy money. juice. So for me, like, a glass of orange juice kills me. I have to, like, I have to, like, I split, like, my orange juice is, like, 30, 70, mostly water. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's you, just you, too much. Yeah. You got it. Like, And look at me. I'm a monster. <laughs> you're beautiful. Water down some of these sugary, like, juices and you'll make more money because it's more watered down. And fuck, you could you more could, profits. Yeah, you. then you can have your own Budweiser commercial where you show, look how wonderful we are because we gave people that are dying water. No, you know, I give Budweiser credit. That is cool. No, I, I, it is great do, that they you do still that. Get a commercial yeah. out of it. Well, says, I mean, you have to, you have to, like, you have shareholders and you have. To, I get it. Yeah. I, I know, I get it. And what they do is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. And and Important. I mean, to be fair. Just give the people Budweiser now. Yeah, right. a difference. <clears throat> well, Bud Light. Bud Light, yeah. Uh, so let's go your second pick here, Squeeze. And here it is. It's the Pizza Head Show. Hey, everybody. I'm here for my yearly checkup. Look, Pizza Head, it's the world-famous Dr. Steve. Hey, he's not a real physician. Sure he is. And he wants to do some routine tests. Mmm, looks like you have a serious lack of pepperonis. We'll have to operate. Sure it is. Pizza Hut pepperoni pizzas have more pepperonis now. Ah, the operation was a complete success. Oh, I look like a meatball. You just need to rest, Pizza Head. It's time for you to go home. <laughs> is it too late for a second opinion? See you next time. So, was this a ripoff of Mr. Bill? Uh, no. No? Because be- it's not a ripoff of Mr. Bill because... Because uh, it is? <laughs> The guy that made Mr. Bill, Walter Williams, yeah. is the guy that created Pizza Head. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't even so, think, of, I didn't put two and two together until I'm listening to this now. I'm like, it sounds like Mr. Bill. It's Mr. Bill. It's yeah. Mr. Bill, yeah. Um, it, it's Mr. Bill, Stick Stickly. It's all, you know, Mr. Stick Stickly's ripoff of Pizza Head, which is, yeah, a ripoff of Mr. Bill. Um, so, yeah, a Pizza Hut decided they started to start looking for their younger audience. Us, if you will. So, like, 1993, you know, I was 10, you were 11. Is there anyone more? There's only one thing that sold more pizza to us as kids, and that was Ninja Turtles. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, they came up with uh, the idea of uh, attacking children to eat their pizza. So, they went to a, uh, a San Francisco advertising firm. Let's call them... Goodby, Silverstein, and Partners. And they came, uh, that fun name of an ad, like, look, if you're going to be advertising firms, aren't you going to come up with something more fun than that? Right, right, yeah. Um, Well, anyway, they hired Walter Williams, who was the guy that created Mr. Bill for SNL. And if you don't know who Mr. Bill is, just check out Mr. He's been around. He's one of those classic characters. He's a claymation guy that goes, oh, no. And, you know, oh. gets killed in various fun, hilarious ways or smushed because he doesn't get killed. He's made of clay. Right. Um, and so he came up and was like, all right, well, we'll do let's. And uh, they went to uh, Walter Williams kind of do this kind of thing. And he's like, well, he just pictured kids like at Pizza Hut and making faces with their pizza. So uh pizza head consisted of a slice of cheese pizza mm-hmm. and his eyes were uh pepperoni and black olives right 
nose was a green pepper and his mouth were some red peppers. Right. And it was all, I wouldn't even say, it's not even stop motion because they literally just have the slice of pizza sitting there. And then Mr. Hands comes in, who is also the narrator, uh, and introduces him to his new uh, thing of the day that he has to do. You know, they're, they, so this ran for from 93 to 97. Don't make me do the math. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I won't. Uh, they did 16 episodes of this. And you, you can go online and watch them all. Just type in uh, the Pizza Head show, and you can watch all, like, 10 minutes of this. Like, <laughs> for, you know, it's almost – remember uh, – what was it? Something Justice. But, and Brian Bosworth had a show on Fox. The football player, the boss. Yeah, yeah. It lasted one episode. And now that's 22 minutes of TV. Right. So a, a slice of anthropomorphized pizza, you could say, well, he only had half the amount of TV time as the Boz. <laughs> you could also say the Boz had twice as much TV time as an anthropomorphized slice of pizza who would always be uh, murdered by a pizza cutter named right. Steve. That was his uh, big, uh, what's the antagonist? Big bad, my- yeah. Hang on. Antagonist. Yes. I didn't pay attention in English class. Oh, I was wow. into I was in the math. You no, know me. See, I was opposite. No, I hated math. It was awful. I was a history kid through and through. I was in how do I make TV? Yeah. Um apparently you need math, <laughs> but you only need a few of those people to figure it out, and you put a bunch of dummies to hit the buttons like the monkeys in uh, one of those TBS uh, wraparounds. Um, so, yeah, they did a whole bunch of promotional stuff with him. Uh, one of the big ones was the uh, – remember the triple-decker pizza? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, they dumped $50 million into that promotion. I'm pretty sure that stuff was around for like a week. Um, but, and, and he was one of the, one of the ads in that, um, also he promoted stuff crust pizza, uh, and then also all the other little like fun kid things that, uh, you would try to sell the kids. Like you could get your, your street ball, like I spoke of earlier, um, the kids night on, uh, Tuesday nights. Uh, what else did they have? Basketball. There were some Star Wars promos. Uh, to- uh, towards the end, it got really movie-related. Um, they did a whole Star Wars thing. They did a Goosebumps tie-in, and then uh, Do- Johnny Quest in '97. When they remember when they re uh, relaunched Johnny Quest. Yep. Uh, that was a that was a big promo. I think they had multiple commercials for that. Um, but you know, it was always fun. Mister Mister Steve would be like, "Hey, look at me, kids! I'm here to do something fun." And then, and then, uh, uh, did I say Mister Steve? Uh, uh, Pizza Head would Pizza come Head. in, and you know, be all fun. And then, and then Steve would be introduced. And it was Steve, yeah. Chef Steve, Coach Steve, you know, Count Steve, Party Guy Steve, Stevette, uh, you know, and uh, you know. Dr. Steve, all all these fun things, and they did some Halloween ones too. And then, of course, he would be the uh, the one that would want to destroy uh, Pizza Head, and it always ended in quite humorous things uh, happening to Pizza Head. And most of the time, also 
the small little uh, model of the Pizza Hut would be crushed as well for just for fun. Right. I love these. They were adorable. And it was kind of like, you know, like I watched some old SNLs with my dad and because of that I liked Mr. Bill. And and what kid doesn't like, you know, it, it, it's you look at him like, oh, I get that because you do the same thing. You make goofy shit with your food and you do stuff to it. Like, I'm sure we don't even remember doing it, but I'm sure we all did something like that with our lunches at school. We're like, oh, look at me. I'm a sandwich. And then, like, you yeah, throw sure. it in the wall or some shit like that. Yeah. These people made movies doing it. These people made uh, 30 seconds, uh, 30 second TV shows at a time and entertained us by uh, brutalizing an anthropomorphized piece of pizza. <laughs> and it worked. Not for the triple-decker pizza. That didn't last. Um, he was a great promo, and... I mean, that was... Pizza was uh, ahead of its time in marketing. They did a good job with that. And I have a kid's marketing ploy for a pizza uh, from down the... You know what? Fuck it. Let's go to a... I'm going to switch up. Since we're Uh-oh. talking marketing to kids and pizza, this is this is this is my next pick. Annoyed hates hot quality pizza. He loves to make your hot pizza ice cold. Call Domino's Pizza and avoid the noise. <laughs> We keep the cold out and all this quality in. So when you want quality pizza hot and delicious, Domino's Pizza delivers. One call does it all. Uh, gotta avoid the Noid. The Noid was so friggin' popular back in the 1980s and early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was created... Uh, by uh, you know, he was this red skin tight rabbit eared bodysuit with an N in the circle. He looked like kind of a weird claymation supervillain, and it was basically to uh, uh, <laughs> what's that? I'm, I'm, I'm your description of it. Uh, I, I, I just seem a little coked out too. Just yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 because it was like sped up. So it was kind of as, as like on par with the. We've talked in our Christmas episode a year ago of uh, Claymation Christmas. It was kind of in that style, like the the California Raisins. Mm-hmm. Claymation was huge back then. And he was created in 86 uh, for Domino's Pizza. And I, I just remember being huge. Uh, the next big Domino's ad that I could remember was their Flying Buffalo. Like, gotta be, gotta be Domino's. Domino's. And then yeah. the, the, the Flying Buffalo would be like, Buffalo Wings. And I I did not know they were chicken. I thought they were Buffalo for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I feel so much better right now. Because you did too? Yeah. So in 1988, 1988 they were going to make a, cartoon, a Saturday morning cartoon uh, called The Noids uh, from CBS featuring Zenoid. Uh, but... Of course, assholes complained that it was just an advertising ploy, oh. <clears throat> which was all those shows were anyway. Like, called. I, I just got I just got home and Mrs. Squeezer was just watching This Is Us. You know what that is? It's an advertisement for feelings. <laughs> and you know what? I don't believe in feelings. 
So I don't think that should be on TV either. So there. Give me my Noid show. Give me the Noid show. In 89, a computer game came out called Avoid the Noid. The object was to deliver a pizza within the half-hour time limit in an apartment building swarming with Noids, some armed with pizza-seeking missiles or water balloons. Uh, it was... <laughs> yeah, it had a Nintendo game. Capcom in 1990 released a video game called Yo! Noid for NES. For NES. Yes. Uh, and it got that NES seal of approval. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it did. Wow, that really means a lot, huh? This game's actually kind of fun. Did you ever play it? I have not, no. So Capcom games are notoriously good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Capcom. Uh, it was uh, in Yonoid, a wild slime-like creature led by Mr. Green were running amok in New York City as they caused havoc. The mayor of New York City decided to call the Noid to stop his evil evil duplicate who was causing all the trouble on the city to save everyone and gave him a massive pizza reward. I don't, I guess no, uh, if you're a bad guy enough and you become uh, a good guy. He's like the uh, knuckles of your pizza it's, franchise yeah and there was a green noid who was a bad noid it was actually i played this it was fun he rode the pizza crusher you know from the commercials mm-hmm. um and uh it, it, it like this game I, i'm telling you go play this game it's not bad it was based on a japanese of cop capcom game uh, okay wagon land yeah i guess it didn't take much back then to take a game with a full engine and just kind of pop new sprites over top of it, you know? Right. Like I said, I did that for Fun Wolfenstein. I talk, talk about that all the time. Right. I was going to talk about McKids, you know? And that's, yeah. I'll say that for down the line, but that was a fun-ass game. So, uh, Yo Noid, the back cover of the instruction manual had a dollar off Domino's Pizza coupon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh... So, the game was released, the version that had not the Noid was released in Japan in 1990, and to localize it, obviously Capcom teamed up with Domino's Pizza uh, and added the Noid, and um, a lot of the plot and character design was still for the Japanese game that they just covered up, and... Uh, it it was just weird, but it was it was really, I don't know. It's really fun, and I think it's it's worth just checking out because you're like, is this Domino's? Like, <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, that's how that's how popular the Noid is. He got a Nintendo game, almost had a, almost had a TV Saturday morning cartoon special, but uh, so um, and in 1989, a man named Kenneth Lamar Noid. <laughs> who was mentally ill uh, and thought the ads were a personal attack on him, held two employees of an Atlanta Domino's hostage for five hours, forced them to make a special pizza and salad, and demanded $100,000, getaway transportation, and a copy of The Widow's Son. Noid surrendered to the police, and the incident ended. Uh, and um, police chief Reed Miller offered this assessment to reporters. He's paranoid. Oh wow! What <coughs> people had a gun to their head, and he's 
So this Noid spent three months in the mental institution, but then he offed himself in 95. Uh, the whole incident is what got Domino's to stop using it. Uh, really? Well, they brought him back for like a limited run in 2009. Yeah. For t-shirts. And then in 2011, uh, they brought him back on their Facebook page and a stuffed toy. And then he had his 25th anniversary. They made a, like a little video game for him. Uh, the Noid Super Pizza shutout, Shootout, which was like Avoid the Noid. Uh, and he's been parodied on all sorts of, of things. Oh, yeah. There's always like, the, I, I feel like every other Simpsons episode like referenced the Noid. <laughs> Gotta avoid the Noid. Avoid the Noid. I just picture Marge doing it as I say it awfully. So, uh, moving on. I just, I'm sorry, I just picture that police chief just, like, uh, like, running it up against, like, the rest of, like, his deputies and, like, other guys, like, hey, I got a good one, I got a good one, and he gets a couple chuckles and he's the boss, so they all kind of laugh. Yeah. And then, he, like, he says at the press conference. And it falls dead. And it's just dead, quiet crickets, and just, you hear just, like, click, 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 like, shutters clicking. Uh, oh yeah. I want to find that now. If it, I hope, I hope it's as awkward as I like would expect it to be. Uh, so, um, <laughs> we're gonna do Squeezer's next pick. Do you remember Potato Head Kids? Yes, they were like um, McNugget buddies, but they were potatoes. Uh. Right? Yep. What came first, the McNugget buddy or the potato? I think McNugget buddies, but you... Right, hang on. I had a little asterisk next to that little joke. Just cross that out. <laughs> Thank you. Did, right, I, did I screw a joke? Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, uh, Liv Tylered me on that one. How'd I do um, it? If, walk us through it. No, no, no. I, <laughs> so, I actually like these even more than the McNugget Buddies. Oh, no, I'll never like anything more than McNugget Buddies. Well, for me, it's more personal just because they look, it's, they're more shapely like me. You know, a little more, a little more round, if you will. Nice, big, beautiful, googly eyes. Oh, hey, Schmuffin. Hi, Schmuffin. She came um, And also, they love their hats, and I am a fan of hats. They did. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, it, and here's, uh, here's a little trivia. On the cartoon, Yeah. they had a cartoon. Mr. Uh-huh. Potato Head was voiced by Kenneth Mars. You know who that was, right? Uh, Kenneth Mars. Yes. He was... What movie do we talk about all the time that he had a big role in? Back to the Future? No. Uh, Ninja Turtles? No. Jurassic Park? No. Kenneth Mars played... Transformers o- the movie. All right, let me let me give you another G. hint. G.I. Joe the movie. Kenneth Mars 
played uh, Otto, uh, uh, who ran the ranch. That Simpsons, the Simpsons movie. Francis worked for in Malcolm in the Middle. He was the that mastermind. Was a movie. He was the mastermind in Police Academy Six. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, okay. He was the voice of Mister Potato Head in the cartoon. Sorry, I figured uh, we talk about that movie. We talked about it last week. We talk about it every show. Um. Oh well, there. I have a couple. No, it's funny. I didn't. I didn't have him listed down. Um. But uh, Big Chip, who is like the main uh, Potato Head kid, mm-hmm. get it, Chip. Uh. David Mendenhall. No, he yeah. might not really ring a bell, but no, he's, was also he was the voice of Daniel Witwicky. Yeah, he and um, pretty much any any Hasbro toy he uh, cartoon he was the voice of, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also uh, Slick. Uh, I don't know if you know who Slick is. He's the one with like uh, he has the bowler hat and the umbrella. Mm-hmm. He back in the day was voiced by Scott Grimes. Who has a pretty good career nowadays? Really, I mean, a quite prosperous career right now. Yeah. Uh, last, uh, what did he, what was he in? I last saw. Shit. He's. Uh, he, it was Robin Hood. Oh, I, he, he is Will he, Scarlet. Will Scarlet yeah, yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah. In the uh, Ridley Scott, um, very sad, not as swashbuckling adventure of Robin and Hood. He's Brad from Critters. Everyone knows that. Oh, well, and Brad from Critters, sure. Um, but, yeah, these were these were fun. And here's this is the weirdest thing. Oh, you're so, forgetting one more. What's that? The voice of uh, Spud was Brecken Meyer. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Wow, this, this show was like a launching pad for people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, of course, Kenneth Mars already had a career. He was a mastermind in Police Academy 6. Of course. Yeah. Well, no, that was until 1989, I think, right? Uh, yeah, and this was 85. That's true. Oh, look at that. So, rarely do you get toys in your Happy Meals that are the same quality and equivalent as you would if you purchased them retail. Mm-hmm. But when you purchase your toys retail and they're just a little blob of molded plastic that comes with a hat and a pair of shoes... It's not that much more to stick them in a bag and then in a box with a cheeseburger. Right. So the, so what was awesome about the Potato Head Kids was you can basically go and get the toys that you would buy in the store. But if you went to a restaurant and got a cheeseburger, you got one. Yeah. Uh, they're awkward and they weren't strictly McDonald's. They weren't just Happy Meals. Uh, Wendy's had them. Yeah. Uh, who else was it? Was it uh, Carl's Jr.? I don't know because I'm not from that area. I don't even. I don't think I've ever actually been in one. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Um, but uh, and they're also branded differently. Uh, all the McDonald's ones were always had like a little play school bag. Um, the ones at Wendy's were always considered Hasbro. Ah. Uh. Not that it makes a difference because Hasbro bought PlaySchool in 84. Right. But it's just a weird thing. Like, in my research going through it, like, digging through them, like, I kept finding these weird little, like, dead ends before I was able to correct it into a loop. Like, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, Because even if you were to buy uh, uh, a Potato Head Kids in store, they had the PlaySchool logo. Right. 
Um, I think the Wendy's might have just been earlier before they decided to maybe put the Play School brand on Potato Head Kids. Or I, I there's some there's corporate stuff involved it and it i'm sure it doesn't really matter and we didn't care as kids all we knew is we got little chubby uh uh potato head kids and we can uh mix and match their hats and shoes (laughs) now the big difference is if you did buy it retail uh and didn't get a cheeseburger which that's what they should have done like you can you can go to like McDonald's and get a Happy Meal and get a cheeseburger and fries and get a Potato Head Kid, but if you went to Toys R Us and bought a Potato Head Kid, there should be a cheeseburger and fries uh, in the packaging. It would be just as fresh, really, if you think about it. I think so. But with these, with the ones that you bought retail, you could you got an extra set of shoes and an extra hat uh, to have so much fun with. They were just those little things. You just, I don't know. Jeez, did you know? So I fell down a Kenneth Mars a pothole here. Uh-huh. Did you know they made a live-action Police Academy series? In 1998, 97 and 98, had 26 episodes, and he was in it. He played a different character. Why am I just learning this now? I don't know. This is something we should know. I know. I did not know we this. We shouldn't be telling our people this. I, well, yeah. I mean, we don't. But it's an adventure in learning is what the Rad Years is. Right. Learning things that you already knew but forgot. So um, Michael Linslow, Winslow had a recurring role. Bubba Smith was Hightower. Dave Graff was Tackleberry. And his two nephews were in the Academy. Leslie Easterbrook was Callahan, who is now a district attorney. Uh, Sweet Chuck was the Academy's janitor. Played by Tim Kazarinski. Art Matreo, who's Mauser, uh, was county sheriff. Um, no way. That's an elected position. He's a dick. Yeah. George Robertson was the commissioner. Uh, and then Kenneth Mars, who was the mayor, you know, um, from the from the mm-hmm. sixth one and the, the mastermind, was Dr. Quackenbush. And George Gaines was Eric Lassard, uh, now what retired and touring Dark Jungles. How many did they make of this? 26 episodes. We got to find this. The series a has never television. The series has never been released on DVD, never, nor has it ever been broadcast on any online streaming service like Netflix. <clears throat> Where was it originally broadcast? I can't find that. I don't know. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I don't either. Are you in some weird interdimensional internet? Well, well, Stephen Hawking might have opened us up to something right here. Oh, is this it? Is this how it begins with Stephen Hawking and in Police Academy, the series? All right, here we go. Uh, It was was syndicated. It was syndicated. Like Baywatch. Nothing around us picked it up. Yeah. It might have. You know, we just probably... Ah, uh, no. No, because I would have been all in. Yeah, 26 fucking episodes. Damn. Syndicated from September 12th, 1997 to May 25th, 1998. Warner Brothers Television. Meanwhile, there's some poor bastard in Nebraska that, that was the only show they ever watched. 
Not saying there's anything wrong with All Nebraska. Right. We we gotta get our hands on this fucking show and watch it. I want this. How, how what? You know, no, not not just watch it. It's never been re-aired, never been redistributed. <clears throat> RK. Yo. What funds does the Radiers currently have at their behest to purchase and distribute the 1998 Police Academy live-action series? I'll look into it. I'll I'll have to check the you know the coffers. Okay. Looks like it's on YouTube. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, so you, people can just watch it for free. That's good because I don't think we had those coffers were fairly. Uh, Oh, this looks good. This looks like it should air on USA. That's such an insult. Yeah, I know. I know. But in I'm a like, good way. In a good way. In I'm a good like way. Silk stocking, so it's a good show. Okay, um, should we move on? Uh my next pick. So in the 1990s, Burger King put out these really weird, surreal commercials that uh, Bur- BK Burger Buddies were these tiny little uh, babies, mm-hmm. children of the of the Whopper. But uh, I wanted these so bad, and I would eventually get them. They were like sliders before sliders were like really cool. And Burger King would eventually re-release them as like burger shots or burger bundles or whatever. They released them a couple of times, but they were tiny burgers, and they were like a two pack. You had to like like tear them across the middle. Do you remember these? I remember them, but I never got it. So, yeah. you know me well enough. I'm like, why would I want small burgers? Yeah, me, I was... Just give me two big ones Yeah, instead I would, of two little ones. I just, <laughs> uh, I just wanted tiny little burgers. Uh, but it came at a time when uh, Mini was a craze. Remember the uh, Dunkin' Donuts hired uh, Irv Valanche to do uh, commercials for their Dunkin' Minis that with the... Ta- uh, playing tattoo, de plane, de plane. Oh, I think it meant Bruce Valanche. Mm, no. Uh, who's Bruce Valanche? I know that. He was a center square. That's right. He was yeah, uh, with the with the red glasses. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasy Island tattoo, and his name was. Uh, Irv Velasquez. I met him. Uh, he came to the Lehigh Valley Mall. And, oh, uh, yeah? I, my brother and I have a picture with him, yeah. It's probably the biggest celebrity I ever walked through there. <clears throat> yeah, tattoo. Um, the plane, the plane. But you remember those Dunkin' Donuts commercials? The Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts? I do, yeah. yeah. They weren't like donut holes, the, the, the munchkins. They were like mini donuts. And they had these BK Burger Buddies, and they... they they're the popular Burger King was always like playing second fiddle 
to McDonald's and then of course Wendy's. And uh, I don't know. They were always looking for like, so they always would try cool things, and this was something really cool. And I, I have a fond, I have fond memories of Burger King. I always liked it more than McDonald's as a kid. Uh, not as far as toy wise, but food wise, I love chicken tenders. And like, fuck, bring them back. Those like <clears throat> black peppery bites of chicken mm. mush. <clears throat> uh, Chicken tenders would be something if you want to get that retro crowd to bring back, bring bring them back. Uh, of course, uh, I've, we've talked about it, like the the BK Diner uh, stunt they did. Uh, Burger King was one of the first restaurants to let you pour your own soda. So as a kid, that's where you first like created your own mix of mm-hmm. every soda on the line together. Uh, in the worst, when you would put in like the high C. Yeah, and with everything uh, else. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my, my next bag. I wanted to talk about these little bundles. And, of course, they've been rehashing them. I'm sure they'll be rehashed again, but the first time I witnessed them was the Buddies in 1990 and these weird commercials. Uh, and you know they're going to overcharge for them, too. Oh. That was me. Ah. They overcharged for them back then, Squeezer. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, moving on to your next pick. And it is this. Imagine I'll always be the only chicken place in town. I got a feeling it'll be popping up like dandelions. The Colonel was right. Especially when it comes to rotisserie chicken restaurants. But still, no one has rotisserie chicken as good as the Colonel's Rotisserie Gold. So good that it's America's best-selling rotisserie chicken. It's available as a quarter, half, or whole chicken, or as a meal, complete with any of our delicious side items. If you give someone a good meal at a fair price, they'll come back to you. Ah, um, allow is... me to add an asterisk or two or three to that commercial. Um, asterisk number one. No, they didn't listen. They just saw a slight uh, uptick in the... Uh, what? people's motivations back in the day so this was uh 1993 so right, when, a couple years right when boston chicken which will later become boston market hit this hit the scene hard um that was a little bit later i think <clears throat> um they were kind of groundbreaking with this uh their att- their attempts at rotisserie chicken but they were um, they were saying in the commercial everyone else is doing it um, that was like uh, uh, Roy Rogers. Um, there were a bunch of others like that. It's funny now. Every grocery store you go to is selling you hot and ready uh, rotisserie chickens. And, and and fried chicken. I'm going to be completely honest with you. So there's a couple places around me that I could go to if I wanted fried chicken. Um, I'm, a, I'm a bigger fan of rotisserie than fried. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person, but it's um, the truth. Yeah, you should go to hell. Um, but... Most of them suck. With all due respect, I apologize. I was mean-spirited. I mean, you should, but not for that reason. Um, but the the grocery store by me has some of the best fried chicken or best rotisserie chickens you can get. Well, wait, I, I live by Wegmans, so... Well, would... you do too, but even mine, who... I'm not even going to mention them by name because they, they wrong me so many times. Giant. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit, can you give me some more rotten onions, please? Thank you. Um what what makes an onion rotten? Uh when when it's like squishy and 
mushy and yellow and there are flies in it. Oh, no, really? Yeah, all the time. There's no Wegmans by you? Don't. Did, we, did yeah. we pass your giant tonight on the way there? You did. Okay. Passed a couple of them. There's a couple. Like, there's one I that's think good, I, there's I one felt, that's bad. I felt like we passed, like, six giants, so. They're everywhere, yeah. 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 But um, there's no Wegmans. There is a Wegmans near Collegeville. Yeah, but that's that's going the other way. So I'm like I'm like in the middle of nowhere. Like I'm in between in between it all. So there those little strombolis that they make in house that were just delicious. Oh, they're so good. A giant? Yeah, they're so good. I can go for one right now. I might run out. I know it's like one thirty <laughs> in the morning, but it's one twelve. Um, it's one twelve, there's time. Alright. Uh anyway, so they they say that they were the the leader and everyone's coming back for more and no 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 this was a monster bomb um no one wanted rotisserie chicken and if you're going to get rotisserie chicken you didn't associate it with KFC or well yeah KFC because they'd already changed from Kentucky fried chicken to KFC at that time which I'm fine with yeah. I get the attempt to separate yourself from the fried word. I get it. But at the same time, even if you don't want to say you're eating fried food, you'll go to KFC and just have fried chicken. Right. Because here, here's the dirty secret no one wants to admit. It's delicious. No, I mean, it, it, and now it's there's less of a – they call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's There's less of a stigma anymore. I think people know that – Fast food's junk food, and if you're going to eat it, you yeah, got to... and everything in moderation. I couldn't I even mean, finish my famous bowl tonight. No, I and if you're going to have KFC for dinner, and you're going to have a McDonald's chicken tenders for lunch with Szechuan sauce, and you're going to... Oh, you want no. chicken tenders instead of chicken nuggets? No. Oh. I didn't have that at all, <laughs> if Mrs. Squeezer is listening. <laughs> Yeah, I was sorry. merely researching for the show all right, all right. and happened to taste the sauce and then stop then and there. I uh, I got a famous bowl tonight. We went to a Kentaco hut, which didn't have the hut. And um, I got the famous bowl, and I honestly couldn't even finish. I didn't even eat half of it. Not that it wasn't I sh- good. I should have finished it for you. <laughs> I don't, my body's just like there's... Hey, I was a good boy. I didn't get a pocket taco, so no, you didn't. You didn't. You, I mean, that's that's the temptation to get both. It's so easy. KFC you ju- you just get Bell. a you know you get yeah you, you got one two three four and if you're a man you got uh, carpenter pants so you get five uh, five pockets in your pants. That's five soft shell tacos that you could keep on you at all times. Uh, there's no excuse for you to ever go hungry. Uh, <laughs> With a good pair of denim, uh, taco carrying pants. Listen, I, I know, I, and I, and the only reason I got KFC tonight is because we're so close to a Taco Bell, I can get it whenever I want. And I see, I can never, I, I would never always, understood that. I would always I get take the, I Taco get the Bell. allure of the Kentaco Hut and the be a, the ability to mix and match, but I will never, I will never turn down uh, KFC to go for. Oh, uh, see, I would, I would always. If if I had the choice, I would take if like life if it was like one or the other, Taco Bell over KFC every day of the week. 
See, that's why I, I prefer the one with the A&W in it, so I can always go and get my KFC and then have my A&W root beer on tap with it. Yeah, that's what the Kentaco Hut's bad because they don't have Diet Mountain Dew, which is a vice of mine. And mm. then my other vice is Diet A&W root beer. Which just the, take the sugar. I want to. I want to watch you twitch. I can't take it. I want to. I want to watch. I want to watch you just squirm. <laughs> those, not being able to know what to do those with yourself. Synthesized chemicals calm me. They make me. They make me alright. Um, so going back to the rotisserie chicken, the healthy options, which we clearly, you know, it, it's clear no one gives a damn. Like, if you're going to eat healthy, you're going to either eat at home or go to someplace slightly nicer. It's fast food, and we all admit it now. Uh, I, th- I think we're there, right? Yeah, there's like, no more, even, there's no thing as healthy options at restaurants anymore. I mean, they get those <laughs> salads, but they're even worse for you than a Big Mac. So They, they really are. Uh, I think they've, they've proven that, right? Especially, like, the dressing. It's like, oh, well, the dressing's only 100 calories. Dressing, like cheese. A quarter, it's a quarter tablespoon. Like breaded chicken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or you get like one of those Pittsburgh salads, which are the best, where it's literally just a bowl of French fries with cheese and chili and like a little bit of lettuce. It's like, oh yeah, it's a salad. Um, yeah, but, uh, so (laughs) from, so that 1993, they, they brought in the Colonel's rotisserie gold, right? Uh, from 91 to 93, as the rotisserie was introduced, there's a 37% drop in profits for multiple reasons. The big one was, so they introduced rotisserie chicken, right? right. What's KFC stand for? Kentucky Fried Chicken. All right, so they got fryers. <coughs> now they got to bring in rotisserie ovens. They kept failing. They couldn't get them to keep working. So, like, if, if you even wanted to go there, it wasn't always available. Didn't they try to have grilled chicken a few years ago? Yeah, and I think you can still get that. But I even I in in doing my research, I did stare at the menu, and across the entire board between the thirty-seven different taco options and the ninety-seven different options and uh, assemblages of chicken parts that I can have, in the bottom left corner, I saw one that said like grilled chicken sandwich. Just tucked away in the corner, like it's there. No one wants that. No, but they used to have, like, grilled, like, chicken instead of fried. It was, like, grilled. Yeah, it, it, that was their, like, third or fourth attempt at this. It was, it was pretty popular. Can. Like, I remember Howard Stern saying his parents would, like, eat it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an old people kind of thing, I guess. Like, if I'm going to have that, I'm going to make it myself. Yeah, right. I could gr- grill chicken at home. Like, I, I can't make fried chicken like they do. No, I don't have the pressure the pressurized cooker things that they have it's just or i'm just terrified by them or i'm just or just seeing the process done like watching a law be made i i don't want to do it but if you're gonna take this living creature lop its head off rip it into pieces bread it and then and then soak it in oil and boiling oil i will i will give you three four dollars for that um that's definitely worth the price of that thing's life. That oil is uh, not cheap either. What's that? That oil is not cheap either. No, but that's why you just don't, you know, you reuse it. You don't clean that shit out. And that's where the flavor comes from. It's like Al Bundy's charcoal grill. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it bombed. And the other thing is too, not only did it just bomb, like, uh, uh, 
people not caring for it. They spent a hundred million dollars on advertising for this thing. Holy shit, really? Yeah, a hundred million dollars on Colonel's original gold. Jesus. Massive flop. No one went, and, and, and it stuck around for a while. They kept trying to make it work. And then finally, finally they're like, we're done. And I mean, it was a, I think it was a relief to, to be rid of it for some time. And then, yeah, I think they tried bringing it back in like the early 2000s. Uh, and again, it kind of just went away because people like you're not going to go to like, oh, I could use some fresh, healthy chicken. I'm going to go to KFC. It's too late. Like, I understand like you drop you change the letters to KFC. So you don't say fried, but we all know what it means. It stands for delicious. Delicious. Well, that's fun. Um, and we, we had some good research tonight. We, uh, we actually lived, lived our show. I tonight. love this job. Uh, so let's move Delicious. on. My next one is another pizza one. And, uh, well, well, here we go. Now at Little Caesars, you can get Crazy Eights. Two medium pizzas loaded with eight toppings for only eight eighty-eight. Why, that's a virtual avalanche. <laughs> Of toppings, there's pepperoni, ground beef, bacon, ham, green pepper, onions, Italian sausage, mushrooms. The Crazy Eight Special at Little Caesars. Eight toppings for only eight eighty-eight. Pizza, pizza. So, Squeezer, when I was a kid, uh, before, um. Before the days of uh, hot and re- five dollar hot and ready pizzas, uh, which little... is amongst the greatest inventions of the twenty first century. <laughs> sure, it's popular, and they, they moved back into town hot. But for a while, the Little Caesars was in town, and they were known for their pizza. Pizza, you'd order pizza from Little Caesars, you'd get two. Never one, you'd get two. Mm-hmm. They came on that cardboard tray with a big like paper sleeve over it like rolled and stapled at the end yeah which is why you needed those old like volkswagen or chrysler station wagons with the big bench back seat to take your pizza home right well you know or you get it delivered we got it so i just remember having like pizza pizza when i was a kid uh, little caesars they delivered uh my grandmother would always order little caesars uh there and my aunt so little caesars was always great and then it like just disappeared it, yes. it, from the from the East Coast, it just went it went bye bye. All the Little Caesars closed. They disappeared. They still like have rip had like rip off crazy dippers, and crazy bread, which is their breadsticks at our school. Uh, and it was like the best day of lunch at Parkland. Uh, but well, that's because you went to the big rich kid school, <laughs> uh, fancy grammar school. Uh, li- uh, I'm sorry, you I I went to school at regular high school. You went to school in the Millennium Falcon. I did. Uh, if you, uh, if we haven't said it on the show before, if you Google High School Millennium Falcon, uh, it's Parkland High School, not the one from the news a couple months, uh, like a month ago, but the one in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Google Parkland High School, Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, whoever was the brilliant genius architect behind our school made the overhead look exactly like the Millennium Falcon. That was my high school. It's it's a, it's a meme. Uh, yeah, that's that's Squeezer's right. That's where I went to high school. They we had crazy dippers uh, like twice a month for lunch. 
these big old breadsticks with either meat or meatless sauce. They were fucking fantastic. And uh, oh, you were one of those kids that loved those. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I hated mine. I we ours were fantastic. They were, so they were like uh, my, we had like big vats of ranch too. So it was it was just like dipping having. See, I remember I was standing in line. And I was like always late to lunch because I was the nerdy kid hanging <coughs> out in the TV studio. So I got there late. Oh, so was that we'd go not. we'd we'd be the first lunch because I spent all day in the studio. So like mm-hmm. first lunch we we didn't have an assigned lunch. We'd go down and get first lunch, and maybe yeah. we'd like get third lunch snacks. I, I went down and I, I watched because they had like the meat sauce and I watched someone come with a hot pot of water and just pour it in there because they were running out of meat sauce. Oh, yeah. So she just poured <laughs> a, hot, the meat a boiling sauce, yeah. pot of water in with the meat sauce and was like, here you go, kid. Well, I, listen, you, you, Whitehall wasn't that cheap of a school compared to ours. We, you, we, you, were Nor- you were Whitehall, we were South Whitehall essentially. We had all that money coming in from the malls. You did, yeah. We had all the money from Dorney Park. Oh, well, fair enough. If you know of Dorney Park, that's in our backyard. Um, but yeah, Little Caesars before before they were known for the hot and ready, they were known for that. The it was party party. They had spaghetti spaghetti. Remember that? You had like I a do. Big bucket of spaghetti with the sauce. They had the they had pizza by the foot, which is this like giant like party sub container. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah, with pizza in it. And, uh, Little Caesars was cool, and and I'm glad it's back. I, it's everywhere where it used to be. It's basically across mm-hmm. the street from where it used to be. I actually had one. So like where where we used to live, uh, <coughs> in civilization, there was a, a pizza place by us, which was considered amongst some of the best pizza places within like two counties. Mm-hmm. I would still stop at Little Caesars and grab pizza on the way home, just because for five bucks I can get a quick, easy meal and be done with it. Fuck it. And it right. was still kind of tasty. We we passed that on the way back tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then whoever the genius was to put a comic, build a comic shop right into it. Right. Uh, just absolute genius. That's synergy. You got you got to walk past the uh, gym and uh, rehab facility, but. Uh, so in between walking back and forth between the comic and game shop and the Little Caesars, there were treadmills. I just think that's mean-spirited. <laughs> well, uh, we're now to your last pick, and it's I'm pretty sure it's a good one. So here we go, kids. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. I had so much fun trying to pick this out. Oh yeah, everyone remembers it, like Barney and. Uh, it took me so long. I, I was just cigarettes. going through old cigarette commercials. This is actually a Flintstone one. If you look up Flintstone uh, sm- uh, smoking or cigarette commercials or Winston. Um, when's this from? This one. This was just uh, the Flintstone, like the Flintstone sponsoring Winston. Yeah, but what year? I'm just wondering uh, if this is what got Uncle Bick smoking cigarettes. 
probably this would have been early 60s i think probably yeah he was i was thinking the same thing like i I was gonna say is this what got my dad because my dad smoked winston's uh but everyone smoked winston's back in the day yeah but he was a big race fan too i don't know when winston cup started can you even like, buy for Winston? Me, I never even. I was a big race fan, and when they took away the Winston Cup, I was kind of disappointed. Like I didn't associate with smoking. I, I had no idea the Winston Cup was smoking <laughs> until like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, it's funny too because they didn't have the same kind of promotional stuff. But so watch like my dad either. smoked Winston's, but he always collected marble points from other people. So that's where I got all my cool shit from. So I I had some I had some sweet ass marble gear as a kid. Yeah, you uh, told me that sleeping bag. I got a smoke yeah, on sleep, my lap. That mummy bag is the shit. Um, kept you warm. Uh, but oh, hold on, this, hold this on. blew my mind. And in, in just digging around for some old pictures and stuff, and I came across something. Hold on, Squeezer. Hold on. Hold on. Schmuffin, okay. Schmuffin just knocked off our recorder. That's that, that interference you just heard. I, I'm so stuffy, I, I just assume it's interference. Yeah, little Schmuffin. She's, she's uh, here. She's excited. It's... It's one thirty in the morning. Someone's still up and paying attention to her, so that was Schmuffin. Go to bed, Schmuffin. Yeah, she she sleeps like my dream uh, life of eighteen hours a day. She plays with. Oh. We have this like little laser light downstairs, and uh, Enchantress bought her this like little fish on a like a a, a pole on a string, mm-hmm. and she's obsessed with that now. So that and the light, like that, a fish pole, fishing pole. It's a fishing, but it, it's a cat toy. Yeah. So she'll just. Oh, like, I know. They're adorable. They're fun. I know. I used to. My aunt had a cat. I used to play with it all the time. She'll just pretend to attack it. It's it's yeah. really cute. Yeah. But oh she, shit! It's one thirty, isn't it? Yeah. Schmuffin's Schmuffin's up and about. Schmuffin's up and about. So little sque- little squeezette's gonna wake up in like two hours from now. <coughs> yeah, we gotta whoever, get. You. Whoever invented daylight savings time did not have children. I I like it. I don't think uh, that I think they should w- keep it like this all the time and never go back in the fall. We should never well, yeah, fall that, back. That's fine. Just yeah. don't switch it around so yeah. that the kid doesn't wake up at one thirty or two thirty, three thirty in the morning and go, hey, let's play. Not let's not fall back. There's no reason for it. We don't need to. Just always keep it. Well, if they don't do that, then that's two days out of the three hundred and sixty five day a year news cycle that these talking heads don't have something to say to us. That's true. So in their defense. In their defense. And we have so, to defend them. So, so sell us on smoking. Why should we have smoking in restaurants? Okay. Because smoking is good for you, believe it or not. Um, so so has so many people, because I started pulling up a bunch of articles from 94, and they like to, you know, do the back and forth. And there were so many people defending, like, the, the Smokers Coalition and stuff like that. And if you're a smoker, I think even you get it why you, you don't want to smoke in a restaurant. But it took us until 1994 <coughs> to figure out that this probably wasn't a good idea. Um, to be McDonald's wasn't the first to act, but they made the big news. Um, because at that time, uh, they said that 1,400 restaurants and McDonald's were going to start issuing a ban on smoking. No smoking in the restaurant. Uh, now there's still another like 2000 plus like franchises that they don't have control over, but they can like suggest, um, I'm sorry, 2000 already had it. 9,000 franchises. Jesus. That's a lot of restaurants. 
just in case it wasn't unhealthy enough for you, you can walk into a cloud of smoke. But I, I completely forgot about this. Like it, it just, it, I don't think anything of it. I mean, I remember still being, you know, in college or out of college and you'd get back from the bar. And the first thing you did was basically strip down and the clothes go right in the wash. And then you'd have to hop in the shower and scrub down. Because, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're just covered in smoke and you didn't think anything of it. And now, you know, all these years later and now that it's gone for, from most places, like I went into a bar. I mean, this was probably five years ago since we moved. Um, uh, Mrs. Squeezer and I, we went into a bar and there was like a smoking section and it was like we took we were like surprised by it. It's not like I was like, oh, my God, I am offended. It's just it, it felt so out of place. But the fact that in 1994, like this was groundbreaking news and there was fights over it and that, and that McDonald's was the big uh, leader in this. To be fair, Arby's was the first to make a move. Oh, uh, Arby's, Arby's was the, the leader in this? Arby's was the first fast food chain to issue a ban across all their corporate-owned stores. Uh, they still didn't have any sway over the franchises. Right. Um, but they, again, they were, like, pressuring them as well. Uh, and then McDonald's was looking at it as, all right, yeah, we might lose the smoker crowd. Because at this point, too, they said, I think it was... 25% of the U.S. population was smokers. I don't know what that number is now. I don't have access to a, a machine uh, that can retrieve that kind of information at my fingertips. Uh, but I, I found it interesting. Uh, Burger King and Wendy's were testing out non-smoking policies and weren't, weren't sure if it was a viable option at the time. That they were just kind of testing it out and to me like I, I i do remember now going back like at the mcdonald's that i spoke of earlier the one with the brake dust that had a smoking section <coughs> not that just because you were you know 30 feet away around the corner that made a difference but i in hindsight i remember that now and they're like ashtrays and ashtrays built in and that was a thing Right, yeah, oh yeah, all of them did. And now we just take it for granted, and it, it seems so out of place, but 1994, like, we already figured out how to bring dinosaurs to life with computers, but we didn't figure out that smoking wasn't good. Right. Uh, and they didn't, in like, they didn't even ban it from bars and restaurants until just a few, like a decade ago. Like it's crazy. Oh. So, so here, here, here's the thing. And that's the, the beauty of it, like the ban. So like what I was talking about here was about restaurants doing it on their own, like out of like uh, out of uh, pressure, political pressure, whatever. There was no law. Uh, uh, Henry Waxman, uh, former uh, democratic, uh, Congressman from California in 1993 uh, put forth a bill. Uh, it was the uh, Smoke Free Environment Act. It, right. it was an, an, an amendment to something that already existed. And, you know, and there were people fighting against it. Whatever, wherever you lie in the political spectrum, it's no what it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so I, I started trying to track this thing down. 
I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense then. So, like, all these restaurants did it. And, like, at the same time, he stood there at a podium. And all these other CEOs and stuff of these of these fast food restaurants, along with, like, the <laughs> attorneys general and uh, 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 who's, who's the health guy in charge or lady, if you're on the West Wing? Uh... Surgeon general. Surgeon general. Surgeon general. Surgeon's general. Um, like, so all these fast food people are standing there with the surgeon's general. <laughs> like, yeah, smoking's bad. Eat our sodium. Um, right. And drink our sugar. And drink our sugary shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I tracked this bill down, and it went, like, so I'm like, oh, I'm sure this passed. And I didn't see anything on it. And it's not like they tell you, oh, yeah, nothing happened here. You have to, like, go and look on your own. To see like where what happens to laws and bills and shit, and the last thing that happened is in like 1994, it was sent to committee. And then there's not a single note after that. Not like someone said this isn't a good idea. No, it just says went to committee, and then just vanished, along with like everything else. And it just it kind of like hurt me in a little bit. Like oh my, like sometimes people try to do things and it just gets just squashed. Right. And it it just blew my mind. Uh, yeah, it, this was <coughs> so so. It seems so so recent. Right. We're we're fucking cavemen. Yeah. Like we're, we've come so far, but yet haven't. And like everything that's happened recently has happened so quick. Now there was one little kicker in this that completely blew my mind more than anything. I'm gonna quote directly from the article. Uh, let's see. This is. Uh, Los Angeles Times, February 24th, 1994, by Bruce Horowitz. Uh, quote, two years ago, Chuck E. Cheese and Carl's Jr. restaurants banned smoking in their company-owned eateries. Chuck E. Cheese. Just two years ago? Well, th- this is 1994, but still, oh, that's 1992. Yeah. But that meant in 1991... <coughs> You were smoking in a Chuck E. Cheese. Right, but we had Showbiz Pizza. I well, don't think we noticed. Same thing. Well, Showbiz, at that time, I think Chuck E. Cheese actually owned Showbiz. Right, they yeah, you're right, right. Yet. I think uh, yeah. my parent, my grandparents smoked. We had ashtrays in our house so my grandparents could smoke. It was just normal. Yeah, it was. Like, look for an ashtray in a car. Right, there is none. There yeah. shouldn't be. Um... But it, it, to me, like, when they said that you could, like, now I just picture, I picture Chuck E. Cheese like this wholesome place of family fun and germs. Um, but I, I just, I can't imagine people just hanging out at a Chuck E. Cheese and watching an animatronic rat tell you a bad joke while you're just dragging down, while it looks like a scene out of Goodfellas. <laughs> At the, it was just the weirdest thing that just blew my mind that people are sitting there eating or smoking cigarettes in Chuck E. Cheese while your kids are just noshing down on just sodium-laden laden grease dairy product. Right, and yeah, it's it's like And that. I say that with love because Chuck E. Cheese pizza, just thinking about it, I have heartburn now. Right, it looks like it's like a scene out of the Bamboo Lodge lounge. Yeah. Chucky uh, saying yes. to that big gorilla, like, oh, you think I'm funny? I'm funny how? Do I amuse you? Uh, That's a bad joke. Chucky, Chucky's taking uh, 
all the fur coats out the back. Right. And then they're going to yeah, light a match. Light a match. Uh, that pizza's delicious. Ours is still around. Yeah, ours is still there. I know. You got a I kid. We can get squeeze. That's just old enough so I can take her for me to get pizza. And me. Okay. Yeah. So uh, moving on, our last topic, uh, my last topic. Uh, so for the first time in 10 years, uh, you know, I'm going to roll the, I'm going to roll the clip first. Squeeze. It's McDonald's Disney Video's Masterpiece Collection <coughs> Happy Meal. Who's your favorite? Pocahontas and Cinderella. Can't have two favorites. Okay, Robin Hood. Eight Disney Masterpiece Collection characters in their own mini video boxes. I like Alice in Wonderland. I like McDonald's fries. One in each $1.99 hamburger Happy Meal you buy your kids. My favorite's Merlin. No, Aladdin. <laughs> Guess we know Aggie's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> So for the f- mm-hmm. for the first time in ten years, uh, Disney is once again uh, licensing their characters to McDonald's Happy Meal ha- uh, toys. Uh, so it's kind of a big deal. So I was just wanted to talk about some. So this commercial I played is from 1999. Remember those old clam? Of course, yeah, everyone remembers those clamshell VHS cases. McDonald's. Or I'm sorry, Disney movies came in. Oh yeah, they they, they from the vault. Yeah. So they would release these toys, and there were figures, but they came in these uh, replica clamshell VHS cases celebrating 100 years of Disney. And uh, they were a giveaway, and um, that's what they're all saying. What's your favorite? <clears throat> so there has been so many like classic, uh, from the Lion King 2 plush toys to those little, uh, we talked about these, the Rescuers Down Under uh, little cameras that showed. Oh, those were awesome. There was just so many cool Disney toys in um, uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toys throughout the year, and uh, I just wanted to mention this little piece of news and talk about that. Uh, do you have any? Do you have a favorite? I just said my two favorite. Uh, mine were definitely the 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 cameras. Yeah, those were so. As a the kid, rescuer down under cameras. Yeah, those I mean so we cool. we talked about them, you know, before, and they were also because it was one of my favorite movies too, that and Robin Hood. Or amongst my favorites, yeah, Robin Hood was part of this this promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's cool that they're finally bringing it back. Maybe they'll have some cool stuff. But you know, if it let us take over marketing and everything. McDonald's, they need our help. Bring back those '80s and '90s commercials. Bring back those old promotions. Like, come on, fuck, it'd be fun. Shamrock shakes are back. I saw. We passed yeah, about a hundred. I can't drink those. I, I've never have, but we passed about hundred McDonald's on our way down to work tonight, and uh, they all had Shamrock shakes back. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, maybe I could have them now. It's just the last time. I think I might have had one once in my entire life, and I was like, but I was a kid. Yeah. And it's not a kid flavor. Mint? No, no, it's an adult flavor. So I don't know. Maybe I try a Shamrock shake and see what happens, but. Uh, you know what? I did enough research. I'm good for now. I'll drink some water. Yeah, let's have a good one. I'm going to go to a salad works. So that was our um, uh, fast food part two. If you like this episode, do us a favor. Go on iTunes, rate and review our show. It helps us get more people on, on board. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's Oh, I Had That crossover, check it out. Visit Oh, I Had That on their Instagram page and check out our second part of that episode with Oh, I Had That. That was really fun. 
It was a lot of fun. Uh, check us out online at radyears.com. Uh, maybe one day we'll post blogs and have YouTube content. We got it coming. We got, we got stuff coming this summer. Our schedules are going to die down. We're going to get a little more out there. Uh, and then we'll see you next week for more Rad Years Fun, won't we, Squeeze? Oh, yes, we will. Well, uh, allow me to speak for you when I say I'm RK and have a good night. And I guess oh, I said, I'll speak for you, but you speak for yourself. Well, I, I thought you if when you say that, you would Right, I was supposed to speak and... for you, but I'm going to let you speak for yourself. Say good night. Good night. That a boy. All right, I'm RK. That was Squeezer. This was fun. We'll talk to you next week on the Rad Ears. <laughs>